We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. So glad to have you. It is Tuesday, and we were going to start with the Packers or... Sean McVay or something like that. But Perloff, you and I just do not see eye to eye on something that Jerry Jones said this morning on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. Okay. So he does his weekly appearances there and we're talking about the overtime loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he was asked, how much do you blame Dak Prescott? Right. Who yesterday well, you he, were very much defending Dak. Uh, he was actually asked, how do you think Dak played? Right. How do you think Dak played? Not how much you, yeah, right. So it was a, it was a generally positive question. It that, wasn't like going after Dak. That is true. So let's hear the answer that Jerry had. Outstanding. Uh, we can win with him playing like that to be trite. I thought he played outstanding. And uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against chopped liver out there. And so uh, I thought he did really well. I thought he made good decisions uh, overall. Uh, uh, we can, uh, if he'll play like that, we can win most games. Okay. So he played outstanding. That's what Jerry thought. And if he plays like that, we can win most games. And obviously giving a little credit to the Jaguars bar set by saying that's not chopped liver out there. Do you believe that's true? Do you believe that Dak Prescott, A, was outstanding, and B, that if he plays like that, I'm assuming he means they can win a Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know about that. But, yeah. I think they could win football. Yeah, I thought he had a really good game. Both interceptions were kind of fluky. They were, you know how Pro Football Focus, this sort of analytics company, judges quarterbacks. They would not have had either. I, I guess the first, the first one would have been an interceptable ball. The second one definitely would not have. And I don't believe all interceptions are the same, and I don't think they're all on the quarterback. Sometimes they're on the wide receiver. Sometimes they're on the situation. Like if a guy throws a Hail Mary and it gets picked. Right. It, at the end it of the goes half, in the it goes in the statute as an interception, interception, but it's not the same. Right. Uh, and the last play of the game was a really good pass to Noah Brown. So how could I kill Dak for that pass? Okay. I think you can say, yeah, Sunday, Dak Prescott played well enough that they should have won the game. I get a nitpick about the play calling on a third and 10 with a minute 30 left when you're trying to put the nail in the coffin of the Jags after they've come back, take the lead, you retake the lead why you're going uh, go for an everything play there as opposed to maybe run the ball, make the Jags use their final timeout, maybe something a little more conservative. We can nitpick about the play calling there. That, yeah, so what about Dak? Though? Okay, so I think Sunday you can make the case Dak played well and that he definitely played well enough for them to win. I don't know if anyone would argue that. But for Jerry to go as far 
as to say, if he plays like that, we can win. Like, I'm assuming now that, you know, they're not in this just to make the divisional round. Like, this is the Cowboys we're talking about. This is about the Super Bowl. If he plays like this, they can win. See, that's where I'm not so sure. Because you're right, not all interceptions are created equal. But the bottom line is that Dak has had 10 this year and seven in the last four games. So does he take no responsibility at all for some of these turnovers? Because we know that if you're going to turn the ball over in the postseason, you're going to give you're, you're going to lose most likely. And the way that the Cowboys defense is not holding up their end of the bargain as they were earlier in the season, especially when Cooper Rush was at quarterback and the defense was really carrying the team. They're not doing that right now. So if Dak plays like this and they turn the ball over and the defense keeps playing the way they're playing, no, they're not going to win. So I disagree with Jerry on that. But Sunday, I'm not putting on Dak, yeah. but moving forward, he can't He can't turn the ball over. They scored 34 points. Okay. That's a ton of points in the NFL. I think Jerry's saying if we could score 34 points with our defense, we can win a Super Bowl. And I think that's factually true. If you're telling me that Dallas is going to give you 34 points, yes, I would hope if I'm Jerry Jones to think that my defense, which came into the week number one in DVOA, is the, arguably the best defense Maybe in the entire NFL, uh, San behind Francisco. San Francisco, but yeah. they were they were ahead of them in DVOA. Their their defense has been great. Their schedule stinks, but they they've had a great defense. Yeah, they definitely keep teams under thirty four. There's no doubt about it. If you get that game out of Dak with that crappy wide receiver core, you could beat a lot of teams. I, I think that was an unusual defensive meltdown. Now I am a little worried about the defense since Anthony Brown got hurt. The cornerback it is definitely struggling. Yep. But Jerry's got, now hurt too. Yeah, Jerry's got to think we can do better than this. You know, we have Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. I think he thinks, yeah, the defense can step this up. Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator. Of course, if they, if they can score 34 points a game, they can definitely win. I mean, maybe the Jags helped a little bit. Maybe you're not going to get 34 against Philly's defense. But, yeah, that was plenty of offense. If I, I forget, say you don't know anything about a game, Maggie, and the score is 40 to 34. You know yeah. nothing about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are Am I giving say, credit to the defense? Well, are you are you saying, wow, man, that this some quarterback really screwed that one up? No, you're saying, oh my God, <laughs> both defenses were terrible. Okay, well, one notable exception, because I was just thinking off the top of my head, the Philadelphia Eagles defense does get a lot of credit for beating Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, even though they let up five hundred yards of offense because they got to Brady at the sack. end. I one strip sack. Well, so, that was crazy. I mean, they let up five hundred yards of passing. I know, but we still give a lot of credit to that defense because they yeah. uh, they Close the door on it with, you know, uh, with a sack of Brady at the end. So not all the time do you look at a high scoring game and automatically assume the defense was total crap. But I don't I thought that the way the Dallas Cowboys were going to win and get to the Super Bowl if they can and win was going to be run the ball, play amazing defense. Right. They're they got away from that in the second half of this game. They've gotten away from that a little bit over the last three games. Remember, we're looking at Indianapolis, which the final score ended up being totally deceiving. We all know that was a close game in the fourth quarter. Houston, who I I don't know how they're putting this back-to-back against right. Dallas a, and uh, the keep Chiefs. In, keep in mind, that's the third-best team in the NFL. <laughs> so whatever you say about them, remember, okay. I know Houston's coming just like how, to mean, take your lunch money. They I don't, should I have beaten the Chiefs. And that, that gave you, oh, man, this team is better than the Chiefs. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and then obviously against Jacksonville, again, like, you know, you're on the road. But, you know, Jacksonville 
put together, I guess, the best half we've seen them play in the entire NFL. And I think that the Cowboys helped them out a little bit. I think they got up to a big lead, and you can tell, like, they just started to sag off a little bit on defense. The intensity wasn't there. And before you know it, Jacksonville's back in the game. Those are why, that is why, and these are all the reasons why, people are starting to back off the Cowboys as saying they are one of the best teams in the NFC and that they actually are real Super Bowl contenders. Oh, definitely. I, I think everything you said is right, but I don't think they're backing off. I think we knew what Dak was, and, and we knew this year there's a reason Dak is throwing interceptions because he's – look at his wide – look at every pass he throws. Have you ever seen an open receiver? Do any of those guys except for CeeDee Lamb get an inch of separation from the cornerback? No, they're slow as all get out. He has no targets. And Michael Gallup is clearly not healthy. Yeah, he's, he's a, he was disappeared. Uh, so that's a big problem. And CeeDee Lamb, he's I, – I actually stole this from Twitter. This is from Jess Schwartz, I think, saying that he's the best bad re- – no, he's – the worst good receiver out there or the best bad receiver out there because as many great <laughs> okay. plays he makes, he, may, he, will, he will run the wrong route and screw over Dak so many times. This is why, <laughs> if you want to go back to the way back machine, Cowboys lost week one to the, the Bucks, right. And I said they were toast. And I said the reason was, look at who Dak is throwing to. These guys are terrible. Okay, well, sometimes yeah. when you pay the quarterback $40 million and you don't want to pay receivers $20 million, which I get, they trade away Amari Cooper, yeah. But when you pay the the quarterback forty million, I think sometimes teams expect that that's going to be the rising tide to right. lift the boats here. And I don't want to hear about like Kyler's contract and like that's just the going rate. You invested in Dak Prescott as your franchise quarterback, even if you don't have Justin Jefferson to throw to or Stephon Diggs, you still expect that he's going to make plays. And, right, and he has their top ten offense. They've won four of their last five games. He's been great. Ever they've been one of the best offenses in the league since he came back from his injury. So, but the question is, do you trust him? I trust Dak. I don't trust. I don't think the team is great. I mean. I've never. Then why are you bringing up DVOA and all these other things that show how great they are if you don't actually believe they're great? Honestly, That's the question. Do, does anyone trust the Cowboys? Well, no, of course no. I don't trust the Cowboys in a, in a tight spot because of the Cowboys. But I do think they're very <laughs> they're a particularly dangerous team to the Eagles. I particularly. Well, because do you want to s- talk about this week's game, Christmas uh, Eve? This week's game is completely irrelevant. I, I will talk about it in one second. I'll just say that they're probably going to play in the second round. Dak, first of all, owns the Eagles. He has them in their pocket. He just plays really well against yeah. them. Yeah, when they played earlier this year, it was Cooper Rush. And Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, they're the perfect duo to go against that Eagles defense. Yep. Now, the Eagles have tried to counter by signing these big guys. The Cowboys are the same exact way. Now, the Cowboys are the same exact way. They're super light up front. They're super fast up front. So the Eagles are going to just have to run all over them. So it feels like they're, they're mirror images of the same team. They have the same issues. They totally terrify me. And no, Eagles have better receivers. Eagles definitely have better receivers. Yeah. AJ Brown's great, but CD Lamb's not. Yeah, CD Lamb's not too far behind. But the point is, I don't think like the Cowboys are out of this at all, at all, because the NFC basically, if you get the Bucks in the first round, then the Eagles in the second round, especially if Jalen Hurts is hurt, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah. You could find yourself in the NFC title game if you're Dallas. Then who knows? Yeah, I don't like. I don't want to see San Francisco, assuming they're there, but. It's a who-knows situation. Okay, so this is one thing I think that has broken right for the Dallas Cowboys. They get a little bit of luck here because Jalen Hurts' status is totally up in the air. Now, Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, and even Jalen Hurts himself today were talking about how I'm hopeful, I'm not ruling it out. 
make no mistake to me, I don't know, you can say, Perloff, this looks like a smokescreen. They're trying to make the Cowboys think there's a possibility that Jalen Hurts is going to play. I do not think he is, and I'll take it a step further. I don't think he should. Because Dallas lost to the Jags, I know they clinched a playoff spot, but this particular game doesn't mean nearly as much. And you're right. It's possible that they're just going to face each other in the divisional round again. I'm holding out Jalen Hurts for this, and I'm not even giving it a second thought. I'm not letting Jalen Hurts talk his way into this game. If I was Nick Sirianni, nothing on earth would let allow me to let Jalen Hurts play in this game. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather. I think the Eagles should lose the game so they don't have to deal with having a two and zero record this year against <laughs> I know. Cowboys. You think that's the kiss of death? Like <laughs> no one's kiss- ever beaten somebody three show, times in a row. It's I, hard. It's hard. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Show me the metric. What is the numbers of the favorite in that situation? <laughs> Stu, you get that. Yeah, <laughs> We're need that Break thirty seconds, please. Um, yeah, the the Eagles. This game is totally meaningless. But you're right. The Cowboys now four losses, so they're not going to catch the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles just have to fend off the Vikings for the number one seed, so they can. Rest everybody, then play, put them all back in against New Orleans next week and win the number one seed. So you're right. But, but there's a huge problem with the Jalen Hurts thing. If you're not going to play him this week, when are you going to play him? Who's the week after? With New Orleans. Oh, yeah. There, boom. <laughs> right? I mean, or to be honest, but why? It's maybe good. sit him to the, to the playoffs. Right. Well, that's the question. What if it's wrapped up going into well, What if Gardner okay. Minshew beats the Cowboys? Well, and then, then you're good. Then you're golden. But no, say but say d- the Giants beat Minnesota, which could totally happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Then I would say don't even play him till the playoffs. Well, here's the problem. You're telling me you're going to put Jalen Hurts back in after five weeks on the bench? That's a terrible idea. Why? Oh, he's going to be so rusty. Uh, I don't know. Do we usually talk? Did we think that Okay, a little bit rusty. Nothing like that. You know, it's not like Deshaun Watson who's coming back from two years oh. off. No, I think it's a huge concern. I think the Eagles do not want to sit him all the way until. Okay, so that maybe you have round. him play for the first half of Week 18 or something like that. Is that the? I don't know. I'm actually asking you because I've been trying to figure out what this. <laughs> I think the best the solution, solution might be to play him against Dallas because if it's just a bruised shoulder, I don't think that's something that risks worse injury. So I'm not sure. I, I would just wrap this up against Dallas and then uh, I don't I'd know. rather have him play against New Orleans. Listen, e- either way, I-, I would just sit him now as a precaution just because it's not just about him throwing the ball. It's got about him be- yeah. about him carrying the ball too. Anytime he takes off, anytime he exposes himself as a runner, like I would just be very I would be very cautious with this. I mean Right now his MVP odds are basically took a nosedive. Yeah. People expect that he's going to miss time. Definitely. And the, the spread changed, obviously. Yeah, everything. Like but that. his comments today feels like the, the coaching staff is going to have to wrestle him from getting him in that football game. Now they're just playing mind games with Dallas. 8 5 and 2 4 Jalen Hurts is not. You don't think he, oh, he, I think he, he wants, wants that to play. MVP? Of course he does. He wants that MVP. He wants to play. And he was very clear at his press conference don't rule me out. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right. So here's the question on the table for you. We got two. Number one, do you trust Dak Prescott? Jerry Jones said he played outstanding. Even if you think he did play outstanding on Sunday and that the loss to the Jags is not his fault, do you trust him moving forward? Is none of this his fault then? I don't even like the question because how can anyone think that game was Dak Prescott's fault? I, I That's implying that it, it might be, was it his fault? I think that even, listen, you said not all interceptions are the same, right? I, I totally get that. And the final one, the pick six, pick six, I would not have put on him. 
The first one, I don't know. Can you throw the ball away? Who you, I mean, you, you totally miss Schultz. You're basically getting sacked as that's happened. Like, I, I just, I don't, I'm not there that I trust Dak Prescott. And I'm there, and I'm someone who said I thought that the Cowboys were a playoff team. I've said that this whole time through yeah. Dak's injuries and all of that. I just don't know if I trust him. And I'm Mahomes curious. Has Josh Allen throw picks all the time. But Josh Allen has 11 picks this year. And it's a problem. It's a huge problem. Why do you think he's not leading the MVP race? Because he's throwing picks. The Bills are still Mahomes winning. Mahomes is throwing a ton of picks this year. <laughs> well, he also, though, I don't know if you want to say has an excuse. He did lose his number one receiver. I know Kelsey's still there. But he's getting used to new guys. You know, it's a little bit different. I, I don't know. Also, the Bills asked Josh Allen to do so much more than what the Cowboys asked Dak Prescott to do. Mahomes may be a little bit more the same. But uh, Allen is the running game, and he's the passing game. Yeah, Dak mean, Prescott's got two running backs the Bills would kill to have either of them. But that's a sign of weakness for the Bills' offense. It's not totally. supposed to be that way. Well, I mean, it's just when you have that person, that quarterback who does it all, they lean on him too much, sure, but he ends up throwing more interceptions. It's not about Josh Allen today. It's about Dak Prescott today. <laughs> the second question is... So he threw one bad interception when his arm was... I, this is unbelievable to me. They, they, <laughs> the defense completely let Travis Etienne run over them. like They, they were, showed no resistance whatsoever. Travis Etienne had 100 yards. How many 100-yard games has he had this year? I'm, I'm going to imagine Stu, not a lot. research department, Stu. have at it. Yeah, this is not... He wasn't going against a great run team even. I right, whatever. Pearl off with an impassioned defense of Dak Prescott. When also, none is necessary, by the way. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Also, question, should Jalen Hurts uh, play this week against the Dallas Cowboys, or should he rest with that sprained shoulder? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. Going to get to you early and often. We've got the Packers win to unpack from last night as well. So much to do. So glad to have you on Maggie and Perloff. On CBS Sports Radio, on Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. 
tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Maggie, you're not going to believe this, but I relate to what Jalen Hurts is going through right now. Is that right? You also have a sprained shoulder from a football injury? I do. So Jalen Hurts was hit pretty hard against the Bears, has a sprained shoulder. I was in college, and I was playing quarterback for my intramural team. Oh, wow. And, you were a two-sport athlete at Dartmouth. Yeah. You never told us. You've been holding out on us. So I was rolling right, and some big jerk guy who was on the football team and got cut or something just <laughs> took me out. I was like, flag football, dude, <laughs> hit me so hard. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that my, I'm like, oh, my gosh, my shoulder's in such pain. It must have come out of a socket. So I go to the college infirmary, and they actually put a sling on it because it was severely bruised. Like, I was in pain. Wow. Full pain. How did you make it through? So I show up that night to the party with a sling on it, and my friends make such ruthless fun of me, (laughs) so bad, that I immediately took the sling off and never put it away. But it dawned on me, there was no no structural damage. My labrum was fine. My (laughs) hamstring was fine. My Achilles was fine. Yeah. There was nothing. It was just a matter of pain tolerance. And in that situation, if I was an actual man and played football for real, <laughs> yeah. I could have gone out there and played the next day without risking any further injury. Yeah. And therefore, in my medical assessment, Jalen Hurts can play uh, against the Cowboys. Uh, so, well done. I mean, yes. I imagine your injury is very much the same. And I imagine you getting back out on the intramural field. Yeah. Same thing as Jalen Hurts going out against the Cowboys. I watched Demarcus J- Lawrence, that guy who tackled you, same, same. I watched... Jalen Hurts' press conference where he said, don't count me out. He looks like he's fine. The way he's holding himself, I was a mess. I couldn't even barely stand up. I was in so much pain. Jalen Hurts is a tough dude. I I know you're right. All the common sense is don't play him. What are you, crazy? You, you got the number one seed wrapped up. I am not counting out Jalen Hurts making a Willis Reed-like appearance in a game that really doesn't mean yeah, anything. That was the, to the finals. Even, yeah. <laughs> that was the NBA finals for Willis Reed. Anytime some guy comes back injured. It's, it's always Willis Reed. It's always Willis Reed. Yeah. And it's, this is it's really funny. watered down. This is completely unnecessary for him to play. But for some reason, I still think, I know he wants to play because he wants to win the MVP. And he has no chance if he sits out the rest of the regular season. 855-212-4CBS. So we got Jalen Hurts and Perloff's old football injuries yeah, on, the, on, the play, on the plate for you. Also, <laughs> Dak Prescott. Yeah. Whether you trust him in a big spot, Philip is in Arkansas. Philip, you're a big Cowboy fan. What do you think about Dak? Man, so first I just want to say I'm so happy that I found out that Perloff and McLovin are the exact same person. <laughs> um, yep. In the same room, Google's same time. Yep. Um, second, Maggie, I agree with you and disagree with you on each point. So okay. you talked about Dak and how he can't be trusted and – I disagree because out of his seven interceptions, three of them have been catchable balls by the by the receiver, mm-hmm. and they've been misses or bad routes or what have you. So I mean, if you take those away, he's at like a three to one ratio over the last five games, which is really good mm-hmm. for a quarterback. Um, but I also agree with you that the Eagles are just playing mind games. They are they know they're going to see the Cowboys. They know that Dan Quinn, if he sees the same quarterback three times, it's over for that quarterback. And so they're going to hold him. I I think that's just a mind game. I think it's a fictitious injury. I don't think he's actually really that hurt. Oh, interesting. 
I'll but, get I mean, all right, Philip, I like it. Thanks so much for finding us. Yes, it, it is McLovin and Perloff, same guy. Amazing how you pulled this one off. But see, Philip there at the end kind of twisted it. I like it. It's a conspiracy theory. Yes, I, I, you got to love this. He ratcheted up the stakes a little bit that actually Jalen Hurts is not injured at all. This is all a smokescreen because this is what you're saying. You don't want no. Dan Quinn to see the Eagles offense. I times. didn't really think of it that specifically, but yeah. I like that thinking that, yeah, Dan Quinn's going to know this offense like the back of his hand. Yeah, it's hard to beat the same team three times in a year, especially when you're about the same talent level, and they are very, very close. Can I say, though, the, the, the Dallas Cowboys defense, while they are still really a threat, they are very good, but it's not like they're playing like they were back when Cooper Rush was the quarterback, right? Can we agree there? Yeah, Whether yeah. it's injuries or wear and tear of the season or whatever it is, they are not at that elite level. I, I, this Anthony Brown injury changes everything. Absolutely. And Micah Parsons has become less consistent. Not not necessarily because of him, but the problem about Micah Parsons when he's rushing, you need a linebacker too, so they're weak at the linebacking core. Yeah, there's there's issues. Let's go to Chris. He's in Pennsylvania, worried about Dak Prescott. Hey, Chris, what's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? First doing time excellent. caller. Just wanted to talk. Um, so, you know, everybody gets on the Cowboys and Dak Prescott's bandwagon, it seems like, every year. To me, they're the same old Cowboys. It's like, what have you, what have you done in the past couple of years to be like that the Cowboys are going to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender? Um, every year they either have a major injury or they get to the postseason and they totally collapse. I just don't understand what the big rough is about Dallas every year. Well, you know, Chris, I totally understand what you're saying. They've been snake bitten, haven't been back to the NFC Championship game since 95. And thank you for the input. And thanks for calling the show. I think what, first of all, you have a franchise quarterback. You have a great defense, even if they haven't been playing to the elitist of levels over the last couple weeks. And I guess the question is, they have an incredible run game. You have all the things that people, that NFL smart people say you need in December and in the playoffs. Yeah, but his point is true. They are all the exact same team as last year when they were 12-5. and five. <laughs> And we got our hopes up. It does seem like there's a cycle with Cowboys. You get up, you get excited about them, they disappoint. I mean, it's funny. A lot of these Tony... There's some comparisons today yeah. with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott. Feels very, very similar. That some reason you can't get over that hump. The common ingredient being Jerry Jones running this team. I have a friend inside the NFL who says Jerry Jones will never win a Super Bowl because of the way he runs his organization. And I asked him to spell that out for me, and he didn't. But he's just like, you know what you know. <laughs> okay. Just that there's some. There must be something. I wonder if there's something structural about the Cowboys that they can't get over that hump. Something that the Patriots seem to magically figure out that other teams couldn't. The Cowboys don't have that extra ingredient. I don't know what it is. The Bills have not had it yet. No. I think they do possibly have it. I feel much more confident that the Bills are going to win Super Bowl before the Cowboys, and I can't exactly put my finger on why. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that. No disrespect to your Eagles, but, I mean, the NFC is the much easier path. Okay. You know? I see, yeah, that's a good point, too. I think the Cowboys, Cowboys actually have an interesting path this year. It could be a, a fairly manageable playoff schedule. Last year they ran into a juggernaut in that Niners defense. They scored 20 against the Niners where the Green Bay Packers couldn't score anything against the Niners. So I don't know. I, I think this year, if they go to Tampa, Philly, do not count out the Cowboys. I agree with you just because of the division, you know, the fact that those two teams know each other so well. 
between right. Philadelphia and right, Dallas. Right, right, right. I give Big them deal. a better shot in the divisional round. And then you get to the conference championship and say, listen, if it's San Francisco, say it is Minnesota. Say they are for real. Yeah. I mean, that's a winnable game. San Francisco, too, with a rookie quarterback. They beat Minnesota 40-3, to Maddie. <laughs> 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 we with Cooper Rush, right? Wasn't he? In, uh, was Rush with that one? I know last year Rush was. Actually, I think this one was Prescott. Uh, Sean is in Oregon. Sean, what's up, dude? Hey, you know, we're always going to talk about the Cowboys. They're interesting. That's why we're talking about them. And we're always going to talk about the Yankees. And we're always going to talk about the Lakers. And Notre Dame football. Yes. Notre Dame football and Duke basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not Duke basketball anymore. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, Gardner Minshew, if he gets to start, everybody better be ready because it might be an emotional week for him. You know, uh, Mike Leach just has Memorial this morning. Yep. And uh, I bet it's going to be an emotional week. If he's going to have a good game, he might have a hell of a game this week. You know, Sean, it's a great point. I know that Minshew was talking so uh, just the reverence that he has for Mike Leach. And thank you for the call because he said Mike Leach like made made his career, you know. And it's true when he transferred to Washington State and then he became a thing and then he gets drafted. I, he was getting really emotional about it. Yeah, no, I mean, he's also a really good backup. He has a chance to impress teams and show that he's a starter. I have important game for him, and it's going to be a lot of eyeballs. I don't know on Christmas Eve if everyone's going to be able to watch that. It's going to get the giant rating. Uh, by the way, the, the, <laughs> yes, the Cowboys... Something tells me the Dallas Cowboys are going to get a big rating. They always do. People <laughs> I, would watch that no matter what's going on. I, th- I don't think it, there was talk earlier in the season, will that be the highest rated game of all time? Because the Cowboys-Giants was pushing yeah, that. Thanks, and this is a better game. I think the logistics of this is not quite the same. I think it's going to be a little tougher. Everyone, I yeah. know that people have different Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving's kind of like yeah, between the hours of noon and like 8 p.m., I think, is yeah. basically prime. Christmas Eve and Christmas, people have totally all different traditions. Totally. And they're yeah. traveling and they're on the road a lot more. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Cowboys beat the Vikings 40-3 earlier season despite some problems with Dak Prescott. He was 22 for 25, two touchdowns and three quarters of play. He missed three passes and they figured figured <laughs> out a way to overcome that. Because <laughs> oh apparently goodness. Dak Prescott has to have a 198 rating every game. <laughs> or, he's terrible. Rating in this, or he's uh, terrible. In Gosh. the Jags game. Yeah, no, the he, bad ratings came against uh, Green Bay, not surprisingly, but he, and, they and against were, Houston. They were, yeah. were they up 28-14 on Green Bay? Yeah, and they blew a I don't think lead. Dak played bad in that game. I can't remember who screwed that game up. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple people. Um, hey, I, one thing I forgot to ask you about when you were telling the story about your old football injury. Yeah. When you played the, the intramural. football yeah, warm injury, up yeah. The, warm up the uh, shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can hear that crack from here. Um, you're wearing the sling and you went to a party. Yeah. Did you find that women were more receptive to you or less? Because sometimes women will kind of like to hear Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, oh, what happens? Like, well, I was fighting off a bear as I was, you know, protecting my grandmother from, you know, it's like, wow, that's kind of sexy. But like, I don't know if you just like got hit in intramural football. I'm probably just taking my drink and (laughs) moving on to the next dude. Well, I I definitely (laughs) hoped that it would would help me with women. You need a better story. I, I would hope it would. I can verified 100% it did not help at all. <laughs> not at all. Well, the story can't be, oh, some bigger guy hit me. Like, you yeah. needed, not that I'm advocating lying to women to try to pick them up. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you needed to embellish the story a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, then yeah. you could be, I'm a hero. Yeah, I was rolling to the right and Cliff was open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no, Bill came be. in and, <laughs> and took a cheap shot. They did not care. No. You know. You gotta be like, well, there's a carjacking going on. And I just, uh, I just reacted. I, I wasn't even thinking about it. 
as a lifetime JV athlete, I'll tell you right now, no one wants to hear about a JV sports story. No one wants to hear about an intramural sports story. It's even worse. Even and worse. When, yeah, the sling fighting off a bear, it was the exact opposite. No, it didn't work. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for the next guy out there. Yeah, if it had worked, you would have seen me the next night at the parties at a full arm cast. <laughs> and it would have gotten progressive. Oh, where eventually I show up at the party in a full body cast. Hey, babe. What happened to Perloff? Why is he in a wheelchair? It's like, I don't know. It must have been pretty intense. Some woman over here. She's like, wait, what? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, glad we got to the bottom of that. Coming up, who is the most dangerous wildcard team? Plus, we do have some quarterback, college quarterback news that we will get to. Uh, we've got to get to today. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here is Rich Ackerman. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. It's that time of the week when Perloff and I guess who Stu made the Navy Federal Defensive Player of the week. Uh, you think you have this already? Ooh, I think I do. Wow. Okay, go ahead. I think it's the Jaguars cornerback who Oh, the, the, the Rayshon Jenkins with Rayshon the two Jenkins. interceptions. Yeah, I think you got to go I like that. that way. It was good. Or Chandler Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler Jones because Stu is such a big Raider fan, and that's the moment that will live forever. Are people even going to remember Chandler Jones played for the Patriots? Because now he's going to be yeah. so known for that Raiders moment. It's going to be a career moment for him that everyone will remember him by forever. Yeah, you know, and he's, I, and for the Cardinals he's pretty too. close to the Hall of Fame. He's not far off. I, I'd like to see how many All-Pros he made. Chandler Jones has a crazy amount of sacks. Dude, like, per went, game sacks is insane. He went to my rival high school. It's, like, not fair when him and his brothers were playing high school football. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's insane watching them. Two first-team All-Pros for uh Two first-team All-Pros, yeah. 17 and 19. Four-time Pro Bowler. Uh, that's probably not quite enough. But he's at a sack machine. Um, I think you're right. I think he's going to make it Chandler Jones. Stu never does this. He never plays the Homer card. <laughs> but he started laughing when I said it, though. Uh, well, it should no, be No, what are you Chandler talking about? Jones. He told he picked a Raider last week, didn't he? I did Chandler Jones. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Two oh, weeks I ago. forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, all right. I don't uh, know. Jenkins, Who was right? it? Yeah, Jenkins. It is Rayshon Jenkins of yeah. the Jaguars. Perloff, look at you. Well, we were just talking about him all day. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> He had 18 total tackles, two interceptions, including a 52-yard pick six in overtime to seal the win. So on the season, he has 60 tackles, three INTs, two forced fumbles, and 11 passes defended. Wait, it could have been the goalie from Argentina. Stu's a good. massive That's soccer true. fan. He did have some big saves, especially yeah, in that a PK goals, situation. The PKs, he's, yeah. he's the reason. Why did he take that trophy, by the way, and oh, make it that, did that totally obscene gesture Yeah, with it? that was interesting. I'm not sure if he's commented on why he did that, but that definitely uh, raised some eyebrows. What's that, that trophy called? Do you know off the top of your head? Not to put you on the spot. I don't actually. The balloon d'or is the yeah, best Yeah, that's the player. individual player for the year. I, oh, I think it might just be the... The golden um, boot, pardon me, is the world best player in the World Cup, right? Yeah, that might be the... Uh, Golden Glove. I'm not sure if that. I think that might have been the Golden Golden Glove, which is for the best goalie of the 
tournament. You're right. It did look like a golden glove. And he, did you see what he did with it, Perloff? I did. Yeah. I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, it was awkward. It's awkward that I'm talking about it. Let's go to John in Detroit. John, you want to talk about the Lions? We're all for it. What do you have? Well, all of, you were saying something about, uh, you know, most dangerous team in the wild truth hard race. Yep. I've been speaking to you guys for weeks. I told you Dan Campbell, you know, when he came to Detroit, he promised that he was going to bring grit, work ethic, and all this back to this team. And, yeah, you know, we started one and six, but look at us now. Here we are, seven and seven. You know, we got a chance, and you look at the rest of the schedule, I think they have a very good chance to be probably one of the most dangerous teams. And quite frankly, Maggie, what I really appreciated about you, uh, and Perloff, don't get me wrong, you're, you're awesome as well, but you said Detroit's America's new team. And oh, yeah. you know what? I mean, they really are. And every every single sports show that I turn on, because I drive my car, I listen to you guys, I listen to at home, I listen to it all the time. And I, I'm a sports dude. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, everyone is talking about the Lions right now. How great is and that? Doing. It's awesome. I mean, again, I've been a, a fan ever since I can remember. You know, I'm 57 years old. so <laughs> And disappointed for every, you know, all those years. You know, we always have the hope. But at the end of the day, I, I – this coach and what he's done with this team and the work ethic that he has this, the, and the attitude that he has this team, you know, in the direction they're moving is get out of the way. I mean, it, it, who knows? Love it for and you, John. They, Soak yeah. it up, man. I mean, it's great right now, and, according and to got uh, the first round draft pick from the trade with golf for Stafford. I mean, think about it, what they can build even further. Incredible. You're watching the Packers beat the Rams last night. You're celebrating double. I mean, John, we can feel the excitement, and I think everybody in Detroit deserves to be excited about this. The blog 538, the website 538, sure. the predictor, uh, has the Lions uh, 40% to make the playoffs. Love so got to be feeling really good about that. Are they the most dangerous wild card team, though, in your opinion, Proloff? No. Okay. Who I think it's the Cowboys, and I think that's a great question. I think it's gotten to the point where that's a debate. Yep. But the Giants, I mean, the Eagles – Shellac the Giants last time they played. So, and we're talking wildcard teams. Yep. So, the Giant it'll be the Giants, the Lions, if this and the we'll Cowboys. do it if the season ended today style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, is it the who is it? The Commanders or it's Commanders. Now, right now right? it'd be the Commanders. So, right, right. now it would Ooh. be Dallas, Giants and the Commanders if the season ended today. So, we, actually, let's not do if the season ended today. Let's yeah. do <laughs> who we think's going to be in. <laughs> well, even that uh let's just do it as if the Lions are in there. Because they'd be a little <laughs> okay. they'd be a little bit dangerous. As now, opposed the to is, the Seahawks, who I've been an idiot and keep betting these last couple of weeks, and it just keeps going horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, Washington showed their flaws and got hosed, quite frankly, on a couple bad calls Sunday night, but definitely have some flaws. And I don't think anyone believes the Giants are dangerous. I think it's the Giants, hey, congrats, just happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with the Lions is they're much better at home. So it's going to be tough in the playoffs. They're going to have to go somewhere cold, probably. Jared Goff from he California. He played fine in, in New York the other fine, day. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't, well, it wasn't 20 all, degrees. That's was, true. No, I'm, no, he played fine. But it definitely wasn't the explosive Lions we've seen the last few weeks. There was some That was a watered-down version of the team before. Yeah, I mean, come on. They, they went toe-to-toe with the Jets in New York, scored 20 points. They were coming off games where they'd scored 34 against the Vikings and 40 against the Jags. So, yeah. honestly, I, I I worry that if they go somewhere cold, it's not there. I, they don't feel too dangerous to me. So, that's in the NFC, right? Yeah. So, I would agree with you that I think the Cowboys would obviously be the most dangerous yeah. wild card team, and then I would put the Lions right behind them. And then in the AFC, well, immediately your mind goes where? 
Chargers, right? How does it not? Wait, wait, wait. Give me the AFC teams. Who okay, are the so wild cards? We could, so no, ba- I, Baltimore, but, the Chargers, Miami, Dolphins. You still have the Patriots and Jets and Jags hanging around. I think if you put a poll up, we should do this. I, I think people put, so you got Miami, Baltimore, and Chargers. I think Miami's the most dangerous because they're the highest upside team. Because you don't think the Chargers are a high upside team if everyone's healthy? No. <laughs> the Chargers? The Chargers who are in third and nine every single play, they don't even do first and second down. <laughs> but they have a superstar quarterback who I know Tua has had a good season. Uh, you know, it's been rough in their three-game losing streak. But he actually, Tua didn't play bad in, in Buffalo, by the way. I think the yeah, no, it was very impressive in a way. Yeah. But I think the Chargers are not scaring anybody. I don't think the Chargers can beat a, a, even the worst team in the league. I don't think they could beat by more than six points. They will make any game close. They never put... Justin Herbert in a good situation. He's always happy to make some miracle play. I know, and but he no, makes those plays. Like when when you eight and six, he hasn't made that many of them because <laughs> he's got nobody healthy. This offensive line has been bad. Wide receivers in and out of the lineup. Defense yeah. guys all banged up. Yeah. If they if they actually did like hit their stride, like the way they played in the second half of that Dolphins game, I've never seen a team that was awesome. They could beat anybody if they play like that. Oh come on. Really? Wow, I'm surprised. Even that game, they were in third and nine all the time. Justin Herbert had to throw passes that no human being except him could play. Maybe make something easy. That game was 23-17, wasn't it? uh, Yeah, it was a close game. I mean, yes, you're right. The Chargers will always play a close game. But don't you realize everyone's playing close games right now? But The the, Chiefs are playing close games. The Bills are playing close games. Everyone in the AFC is playing close games. I mean, this Chargers Titans game. I guess. This Chargers Titans game was incredible because the Chargers at Chargers every, Titans. There was no way that was gonna. No one was scoring thirty in that game. That was great. There was absolutely no way that that was not gonna be within a touchdown game. It, it didn't matter if Ryan Tannehill was hurt or not. Honestly, <laughs> the Chargers do not. Their offense is just too plotting and predictable. I don't think they scare anybody. I I, I think the Dolphins are much scary because their upside is much it's higher. Huge. I I'm, get it. I'm not saying that the Dolphins are going to do that, but. I don't think the upside of the Chargers is they win by six instead of five. That's like the best game they ever had. (laughs) I don't trust their coach. The other thing is about the Ravens. Now, in theory, the Ravens should be the most dangerous wildcard team, right? If Lamar comes back and everyone's expecting that he is going to come back, Mm -hmm. you have a former MVP. Their defense is good. Well, yeah, but they have I know they just lost to the Browns, but they couldn't move the ball on offense. I think in the best of circumstances, you worry about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson's playoff history, and this is far from the best of circumstances. So right now, the way I sort of read the NFL zeitgeist, nobody's talking about the Ravens at all. Well, you because can't Lamar, when Lamar's not there. But even Lamar, when he was playing this year, has I think he's been banged up personally. His receiving core is terrible. They feel incredibly non-threatening. They did. There was a moment. There was a moment when we were both looking at the Ravens. It's like, ooh, that might be a Super Bowl team. And then he got hurt. Because yeah. they kept blowing those fourth quarter leads. Yeah, but then also Lamar slowed down. He's really and I, I think it's because he's been nicked up all season long. Yeah, they don't they don't scare me at all. And then J.K. Dobbins came in as a cavalry and he's limping around. He limps and runs simultaneously. <laughs> so, the running back. It's depressing. So yeah, I, I don't think Baltimore. That's a really interesting question, though, because all three of those have their pluses and minuses. And yeah, I'm a big Miami believer. You know, listen, if they had to play Buffalo again, they showed that, yes, when the snow started, maybe things got a little dicey. But in the cold, they were fine with the cold. That did not phase them at all. Yeah. There's something about them, though, that for some reason, they've dropped three in a row. Tough, tough, tough road trips, San Francisco, yeah. Chargers, and then Buffalo. You knew yeah. this was going to be a tough streak. Yeah, I don't know. If something about them, I I still need to see more. Because they, they've beaten a bunch of bad teams before. Well, that's what you say. They finally played 
good teams. Yeah. <laughs> and look at what happened. But they were playing them Actually, on the Actually, you're right, though. There was, especially earlier in that game before the snow came, I was impressed that Miami was hanging in there. And their defense, which is statistically not great, looked really good. They seem to have the Bills number a little bit. Yeah, it's, divisional games, they yeah, do. They seem to know them very well. They definitely do. And the Bills were terrible in the third quarter. Just terrible in the third quarter. That <laughs> is, that, um, is there some stat that the Bills are like have one quarter where they do very badly? No, just second halves have been generally yeah. a problem until I mean, the they, last two minutes when Josh Allen has to try to go out and win the game. I told you my sort of whatever uh, sky high view of them is they're up twenty one ten in every game. Yep, and then that's when things go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's right when things start to fall off a cliff. Stu, you put a poll up. I did. Um, most dangerous wildcard team in the AFC. Very close early on. Chargers leading the way, 46%. Dolphins, 45%. And the Ravens all the way back with 9%. Yeah. I, I think the Chargers have won some people over. By the way, you can go vote on that at Maggie and Wait, Pearl on Twitter. We just started the discussion four minutes ago. How many votes can there possibly be? I Listen, reject this. I rejected your analytics. It's a lot of analytics. votes. And uh, people are <laughs> tuned in. What I'll bet we're you, saying. All right. I'll bet you when we come back at the top of the hour, the Dolphins have taken the lead on that poll. I will bet you that. We've got six <laughs> minutes to go. Well, we, we and I'm going to go the vote for the Chargers right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Twitter polls are a big deal right now. They're in the news a lot. So I, I think we have to. Would you like to know the updated results? <laughs> Still, oh, yes. Do we, Dolphins, I don't four, do... Dolphins 46, Chargers 43. <laughs> it didn't even take, it took 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Choose our new analytics department. I love this role <laughs> for you, buddy. Research. <laughs> he does everything around here. 855-212-4CBS. Coming up. Oh, man. College football news. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.